Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution podcast. I am Lucas Mack, the host, and this is a brand new beginning for the Golden Rule Revolution podcast. In the past, I talked about treating people like people and nothing less, and that has not changed. However, what we are morphing into and what we are growing into is ushering in the law of love into our new 5D reality. If those words sound new to you, don't worry, because over the course of the years to come and the episodes to come, I'll start explaining more. It's time, brothers and sisters, that you no longer silo your spiritual life, your physical life, your emotional life, your mental life, your intellectual life, that you integrate as one whole being that can receive love, that can receive light and can spread and share that love and light to every single person that you encounter. Speaking of encountering, I had been following spiritual.oneness, spiritual oneness on Instagram, but his handle spiritual.oneness for quite a while. And every post that the account posted just resonated deeply within me. So I reached out to the account, not knowing if it was a male or female, not knowing who the person was, if it was many. And they responded back and I invited them on this podcast. And this is the very first of many episodes. I've been recording so many episodes and we're going to talk about spiritual truths to help you become free so that you can receive love and light and wake up to the truth of who you are, a sovereign sentient being. So this account I reached out to and he was willing to come on the podcast and we met for the very first time when I hit record. And this is an incredibly beautiful, powerful and profound episode. And I have many, many more to bring you. So get ready. I'm honored that you're up with me on this journey. And here we go. So brother Lawrence, man, I'm so honored to have you on the podcast. Thank you for joining. How are you? I'm very thankful and grateful that you have me on today, and I'm well. Thank you for asking. Mm-hmm. How so? You run spiritual oneness on Instagram, and yeah. for everyone listening, like I mentioned in the intro, there's a lot of anonymous accounts that, I mean, there's more than I can count of accounts that you don't know who the person is posting it, but you see all of this content, and there's there's accounts that I follow that. Uh, sometimes they're, they're solid. Sometimes, you know, like, I'm not sure if I align, but I'm telling you every, and it's okay if you ever do post something on, you know, everything is okay, but I'm telling you everything you've posted. I'm like, I share your content and my Instagram stories more than any other account. How did you, what, how have you gotten to the path you are to bring this content out? Well, first again, let me thank you for sharing because it's about sharing the light and so that is part of the purpose of moving forward as i do light and love i mean that's really the basis of everything Mm. there is nothing that is real outside of love anything outside of love is really an illusion Mm. love is sort of the glue that holds everything together Um, anything outside of that is our preconceived notions of what we perceive as some sort of reality in our experience of it. 
Hmm. Um, but in answer to your question, how did I arrive here? Um, you know, we are all here with a greater purpose, whether we realize it or not. Everything is divine. There's nothing outside of divinity, even if an individual chooses never to wake up to that fact in their lifetime. Um, but it's glorious and divine if one does wake up. And I'm very grateful that I have landed where I am at this present moment, being able to offer what I do to people. And hopefully it, it uh, makes a difference for them. That's the biggest part of this for me mm. is making a difference for people in one way or another. And so hopefully my posts on Instagram speak to each individual in a different way. Again, because we all perceive things differently. So by the comments that I receive and the feedback that I get, I know that things are doing uh, a better job than not. Hmm. So that's why I continue to do what I do. And I've noticed that the page is growing. And I'm very grateful for that. It means that my reach is helping to make a difference. And that, again, is most important. That's so beautiful. You, you had a post the other day. And um, I shared it on on Instagram story and I had so many people, you know, throw the fire emoji, the, the 100 uh, response to it, which was something along the lines, you will never be a masterpiece until you master peace. Yeah. That went to the, I mean, that shot through me down to the ground and what a beautiful framework to think about the, what we aspire to is actually <laughs> internal. And that was such a beautiful, um, you know, well-phrased, deep truth. Where do, you, where do you source your content? How have you found the content that you have aligned with throughout your path? So in many different ways. Uh, sometimes it's just something that speaks to me after a meditation or a prayer. Sometimes it's a reflection on something that someone else has shared and I may add or subtract um, according to what I feel is most important in the message. Um, sometimes it's from having a conversation with somebody, whether they're a stranger or a friend. Um, whatever feels right, whatever resonates with me is what I post, so, or rather in hopes. That it resonates with others. That's that's what counts. It's, I don't post to fill the space or fill the time. It has to work, or I or, or I don't post, regardless of how to make Instagram work uh, efficiently or proficiently. Most important that it resonates with people. You share, um, you quote. Someone very often is it Mayan or Mayam? Um, I'm not sure who it is. Do you know? Or do you know who I'm talking about? Is it Mayam? The so there's a couple of different uh, people. If you could sort of narrow it down to which one you're thinking about. Um, there's one that usually I I'm looking through. 
Oh yeah. Uh, Mar Mariam Hasna. Is that so? Ah, yes, yes, yes. She's very poignant, isn't she? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and uh, is she an author or speaker? Is she alive today? I've never heard of her, but every time I'm assuming post, that she's alive and she continues to post. Wow. Um, but I, I observe that she's a writer. Hmm. So whenever I happen upon something that uh, vibrates with me, yeah. I send that right back out. And if it only resonates with one other person, then I've done my job. Well, okay, <laughs> you're doing your job well because here we are. And I'm loving it. It's, it's funny to... I feel like when you said um, awake to, you know, to be awake in this time, it's interesting where our how uh, you're in your house. I'm in my house right now. We're recording this podcast, but then we're also in our bodies, which is that, which is a house to, to yes. uh, some degree of our, of our soul, of our consciousness. And then outside our consciousness, we present outside our body, but outside our homes, physical structure in, in this material world, we present in a way as well and i feel like what is happening or my observation what's happening right now is this awakening which is even the the schumann resonance today is like an explosion on the earth just this morning and and what's happening i think is the movie the matrix which is the best documentary <laughs> perhaps ever made but the game what is that and this is where i'm talking about the body is a house and then our physical material house is a house because in the movie the matrix morpheus trinity link all those characters they had awoken from the matrix and they go back into the matrix but then they still play the game of the agents when the agents show up they run and that was still the game until neo says I don't want to play this game anymore. And he says, no. And it disrupted, even the agents are like, wait, what? It disrupted the game on both, on both ways. And when he says no, and I teach my children this, is you don't have to, games get presented to you all the time. And the only way not to win or lose is to not play. You don't have to worry about losing if you choose not to play it. And yeah. I think there's an awakening in ourselves right now in the world. And then when we go out, side our homes we're still watching a game getting played and yet even outside the homes i think people are waking up and and questioning what's happening right now how does that you know i don't know does that resonate or there's like this duality waking up they're waking up inside ourselves and then we have to go back out into the matrix and wake up again to say wait a minute no yes duality is a good word choice there um this is the way I see it and the way I've come to know it. Uh, obviously, through my page, I believe in oneness, that we are all connected. Everything is one, or we are different manifestations of the same thing. However you want to look at it, whether it's God, the divine source, uh, higher consciousness, whatever that, whatever that uh, larger entity, being, or energy is, we all are all part of that. If an individual is unaware in their lifetime or at the level of 
vibration that they are, knowing that everything is about vibration and energy. The disconnection keeps them outside of the present moment or creates a, a division or divisiveness from the oneness or the or the divinity of everything. Mm. The further away an individual is from the oneness or the connection of source, the more unawake they are, or mm. the more disillusioned they are, or the more uh, they run into ego where the ego's job, as I know it, is to help realign people. So they often have a lot of problems or issues or drama or uh, moments where the ego represents or rather presents an opportunity to realign with the authentic self. Mm-hmm. Being authentic is about uh, being present with the oneness and being divine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, does that answer your question, or did I try yeah, track? No, I think that yeah, for, I certainly does. The ego, it's. Um, I shared a little bit about my journey before, before we started recording, mm-hmm. and I had done. Um, I mean, I was hardcore. <laughs> my wife asked me, <laughs> who is Jewish asked me when we first met, she said, are you a fundamentalist? And I, no one ever had asked me that question before. And I said, yeah, I'm a, this is back in 2003, 2004. I said, yeah, I'm a fundamentalist, but I put the fun back in fundamentalism as a joke. There you go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I really was so dogmatic in my seeking truth reading i referenced it in this podcast before reading biographies on constantine from two different historians one a german historian in the 1830s and one a uh, an american historian in the 1920s and that when i was in college realized for the very first time just because it's read or written doesn't mean them true because both of these biographies read as if they were two different men one wrote of constantine if he was the most holy saintly (laughs) divine being that ever graced this planet the other one talked about a lot of different (laughs) things than that and that was the first quick awakening to wait what and then i started looking at sources and origins and context and and i wrote a book in 2014 and i said content without context is a very dangerous thing Mm -hmm. and if we strip away the context and i think just sharing like the ego presents content, but our ego is the context. And, and if we can't awaken from the context and that is a hard lesson, sometimes people learn over and over and over and, and whether it's where attention goes, energy flows, or whether it's the law of sowing and reaping or the karmic law, we get stuck in this loop until we wake up and say, I don't know. I don't want this loop anymore. And then what else can I choose from that? Um, so it is, it is a really interesting time and your content. It's like keeps these drops, but the, the, the vibrations out there, the ripple in the water is, is profound. Do you, you do you tell me about your journey from childhood to now, as far as when you first, 
started questioning and when you first started seeking or what, what what's been your path to lead you here sure um so i think all of us on the earth at this time are experiencing similar but different paths towards or heading to the individual awakening for me um, I grew up in what would be referred to as a dysfunctional household, like a lot of people. You know, I had an alcoholic father who was not emotionally available, uh, and hence a mother who, as much as she tried, she was unavailable emotionally as well. So being the oldest child, I always felt like I was the childhood leader, if you will. It was my job to make sure everything was okay. Mm. So with that being said, I'll refer to all of that as having broken toys. You know, we all have the toys in our life that either function or don't. Mm. Um, I was the first to leave the house and go to college very quickly. It was, it was time for me to cut the chain. I knew that I needed to leave and do my thing for myself, for my path, even though I didn't know what the definition of that was at the time. Mm. Um, so left, went to college, uh, which left two younger siblings behind to sort of fend for themselves, a younger sister and a much younger brother. Mm. Um, I went through the college years, the partying, the experimentation, the running around, the fun times, you know, as that period of fun for most of us where we see what works and we see what doesn't. Mm. Um, jump up to around the age of 30, I guess, around my 30th birthday was the first time I heard my spiritual guide speak to me very loudly. Um, almost like a slap to my head saying, wake up, you dang fool, because I was questioning. I really started to question everything at that point. What's the purpose? Why am I here? What am I doing? What's not working? What can I change? Um, and so I started to change a lot of things. I quit smoking. I quit uh, doing the social party uh, favors that I was doing. Um, nothing too serious, but just, you know, things that sort of get in the way. Yeah, and, yeah, distractions. Uh, temporarily uh, disengage us from the most important thing. Mm. Um, but when I heard what I finally came to know as a, a spiritual guide speaking to me, um, I knew that there was much more. That was the beginning for me of change and what we can refer to as enlightenment and the seeking of truth and purpose and uh, meaning. Hmm. Um, so uh, going through my 30s into my 40s, uh, I was living a tamer life, a more uh, purposeful life or what I thought was purposeful at that time. Everything is relative to everything else at the time that you're in. So uh, no regrets, um, no misunderstandings, and 
lots of uh, realigning and lessons learned for sure. Mm. Um, getting up to, gosh, in my late 30s, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll sort of put in there too that I really went full blast into being super healthy. Mm. I was at the gym all the time. I was in the best shape that I ever was. I was reconnecting with my body, my vessel, mm. to discover what, what, what that was about. Why do we have these bodies? Why does everybody have a different body? Some, some, some others do not work as well as others. What does it mean for them? What does it mean for me? Mm -hmm. So I thought that I would return to gratitude and be thankful for what I had and really uh, work towards optimizing my health through my physical body and, you know, also what I was eating and what I was not ingesting into it. So I was reaching a, a state of higher vibration from that. When we eat well and when we do well, we raise our vibration. The more we raise our vibration, the higher we move towards divinity or, or pureness or our true connection to our light self or our higher connection self. Hmm. Uh, these bodies are just vessels that are very dense. That keep us here on Earth for the lifetime that we're living in, for the purpose of doing that. Hmm. Um, so, super healthy, super. Uh, really feel like I have a grip on everything, and then just when you think you have a grip on everything, you're reminded <laughs> that you don't. Yes. Or you suddenly start to re-question what you thought you had landed on hmm. securely and, and in a grounded way. Um. It, within that couple of years, that it was a time where uh, I was going through a second round of questions and starting to see the changes in the world and discovering new information that was leading me in, in different directions. Mm -hmm. It was also at that time that I began to have um, ET contact mm -hmm. and I was having regular visits um, and having telepathic communications and experiences in different ways um, and discovered that I, I wanted or I was choosing to ask this question. How can I make my life bigger than what it is? Mm. How can I make my life more than just me? What is the greater purpose in all of this? Let's move in that direction. So when I made this, quote, uh, call, if you will, I started to receive a lot of information that led me in a new direction of higher intelligence um, and uh, a different sort of purpose. And I came to understand new knowledge of our future, the future of the earth, the future of our existence here, the future of humans and the changes that were coming. How, rather, uh, rather how quickly. Long, how long ago was that? So this is about 15 years ago that that chapter started. Awesome. Um, and it has led me to a place where I very grateful to be very connected to a higher intelligence that I am and can 
choose to speak to and connect with on a regular basis if I need information or clarification or uh, just a good hug. Kind of yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's just led me to this place where I've brought everything together, the higher intelligence aspect, the intuition, the spiritual divinity. Um, I think that's reflected on the post that I share. My, there are a couple of three or four different themes on there that I try to run to hopefully appeal to different people in different ways to wake up and or help make a difference to as many as I can. Mm. Um, 2020 has been a banner year for everybody. As you can see, the chapter of 2020 has been monumental in so many ways. Uh, back in March when, when COVID started and uh, now we have our Black Lives Movement chapter that has affected people like no other mass movement has really, I, I feel. And we are going to be moving forward in the next six months. The last six months of uh, 2020 are going to, again, be mon monumental uh, in big changes, both spiritually, uh, intellectually, financially, mm -hmm. uh, and for Mother Earth. We're going to see big Earth changes. We're seeing um, a lot of social change, we're seeing a lot of, of spiritual, financial, and individual change. Everybody at this moment has the opportunity to choose to wake up now than more than ever in their lives. I think COVID really gave us a moment to pause hmm. and really discover what's most important. We were able to disconnect from that which was not as important as reconnecting with that which is most important and that's different for everybody so that leads me that brings me to this present point here with you today mm -hmm. um every day is different every day is great mm -hmm. uh even for those of us who shine the most bright we have our dim days mm -hmm. so it's a roller coaster especially now put your seatbelt on keep moving forward and live from your heart that's what I keep hearing over and over again. Mm. That is what's most important, I believe, at this time. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> Podcast over? No, just kidding. That is so good. That is so good. It's, um, I was telling me we went um, last night and did a drive-by for a graduation. A friend of ours' daughter graduated high school, and this she's the class of 2020. I was the class of 2000, and and the past 20 years, um, start to finish, going into from Y2K until this marker here, um, has been a block. <coughs> Consider every 20 years a generational you know, block in this from 9-11 to all the things that have progressed really quickly. Um, it's interesting. Uh, my wife and I were talking about people that ever we, we see everyone's, how do I say, 
many people that we are in association with is relationships and friendships with are all waking up at their different moments. And I think for this year of 2020, one of the major themes is let go of judgment, let go of judgment of others, let go of judgment of self, just let go of that. And when we can release judgment of right or wrong, the binary, this or that good, or it's, are we moving towards health? Are we moving towards unhealth? That is the paradigm that I want everyone to wake up to is what is most healthy. What is most healthy is to check in with yourself in the morning. I, for the past three years, I study with, um, He's become one of my best friends, a Hasidic rabbi. I just moved from Seattle to the East Coast. But we meet every week. And this isn't just a, uh, one of the most revered rabbis, but he has deep spiritual practice of Kabbalah. I mean, he is, he is a walking sage. He's an incredible guy. But he, the very first prayer in Judaism, which I wish it was the very first prayer of just humans on planet earth is the Moadani, which says, I thank you, O living and eternal King for returning my soul within me with compassion and loving kindness. That's what they say before I've been, I put that into practice every single morning. I've not gotten out of my bed literally without saying that for the past three years. And I, I just thank you. Just the concept of awakening in the day. It's such a, <laughs> where were we, you know, before that, it's such a gift to wake up into this and then to release judgment and just to receive love. And I've realized that and just sharing that what I've realized is the greatest act of love we can give others is to receive their love. That my receiving is the giving. And when we don't receive another's love, we've actually caused rejection and rejection turns into resentment. And that's why I want people to think of the paradigm as healthy or unhealthy. Is it more healthy to heal internally and not have the walls up so I can receive your love? And when I receive your love, you feel loved. And when you feel loved, you can receive. And this builds the frequency of it's not about doing, it's about being and receiving. And then in that being and receiving is the doing or giving or it's the it's the reverberation from within from to without versus creating from without always without. And I think that's what we're seeing is this um, even with the black lives matter movement and people without judgment on the question of, well, what have I done to do these things or how have I played a role? These are questions of just, may we ask these questions about all things. (laughs) How have I played a role in, the broken homes in in the world? How have I played a role in the um, dogmatic control of religious um, slavery in the world? How have I played a role? How have I played a role? And the answer may we wake up to is when I receive the most love and light, I can give the most love and light. When I can give the most love and light, wherever I go, it can help people say, whoa, what is different? That's why I'm so glad we're talking because without ever knowing, you could have been, a woman, you could, I had no idea who you were. You know, you could have been anyone. You could have been a child. You could, and when I reached out, like, who are you? Could we, would you come on my podcast? And now to hear your story and to align with you, it's, it's, 
beautiful. And what we're creating right now, this will go around the planet. This goes the seventh largest uh, audience as far as country is Saudi Arabia for this podcast, which is so cool. I mean, people are waking up around the world. And when I started this podcast, one of the, one of the themes, I was still somewhat still in fear. And the fear that I was operating from was, and I wrote a whole book and this, this gal said, have you written a book? I've written one book, but that wasn't relevant, uh, relative to what I'm living today. But I wrote this other book called the golden rule revolution, discussing the three things we're told never to talk about money, politics, and religion. And, and what I, my purpose was to say, Hey, we're how we, we're all just people and we all have identities based on those three things. And those aren't really the truth of us and to love each other. And if I don't love you, then, then I've separated you from me. And if I've separated you from me, then the German Lutheran pastor, Martin Emoeller's poem, the first that came for the Bolsheviks, I said, nothing is not a Bolshevik. Then they came for the trade unionists. I said, nothing because it's not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews. I said, nothing because it's not a Jew. And when they came for me, there's no one left to speak. I was fighting against that happening versus standing for what I want to bring into the world, which is love and light. So this podcast, when I first started, was really to hedge off the next. I was still in a fear-based mode of stopping the next Holocaust, stopping the next, because I felt that so heavy that it was this energy was coming. And then I, I posted this the other day. I woke up to one day, and I have a lot of special operations friends, a lot of military guys that I've been able to heal these beautiful special warriors at a capacity that I've never encountered. Um, but I, for some reason, I've brought a lot of these guys around me. I've attracted them and then I've been able to heal them and love them and get down. Cause I'm a big guy and I'm, and I've gone through a lot of intense stuff. And so I'm able to like look them in the eye and we'll get through. But what I realized is we, if we fight fire with fire, we create fire. If you want to put the fire out, you fight the fire with water and then it creates steam, (laughs) something that is neither one or the other. And that is what I've woken up to is you don't fight fire with fire. You fight fire with water. And this is what we're waking. I think this is the great awakening that we get to change the methodology by which we want to see the world become. And I don't know. I'm talking a lot. I just. That's okay. I'm listening. It's uh, <laughs> anyway, it's uh, it's beautiful. And to hear that the past 15 years, when you are you in a meditative state when when the contacts or when you get those downloads or that encounter or where did for you, does it do you have to be in a, a state of being to receive that? Uh, so initially, it all began uh, during sleep. That very first contact, but a couple of days before that, probably even a couple of weeks before that, I was having very intense, vivid dreams. Mm. Um, and I was feeling a lot of energy around me. And I always felt like I was being observed, especially right before heading to bed. Mm. So that very first uh, memory contact was actually a medical examination. It was mm. a, a medical examination on me. And that led to many other things. But in answer to your question, um, first that, and now it's, it's more conscious. I can, 
and it's different than meditation and different than prayer. It's a uh, telepathic or conscious effort to make a connection, uh, whether through the vibration of thought or physically meeting as I can sometimes do. That's awesome. Um, That's awesome. It, but I wanted to reflect on something that you said earlier that relates to this. Mm. Um, you know, even our ET friends are here for a divine purpose, a bigger purpose, a purpose of love and connection and of helping because they are here to help or have been helping and will continue to help with the coming changes that are occurring, which will really change life as we know it. Mm. Um, and something you reflected on earlier where you were talking about uh, the awakening for each individual and the, the divine timing of that for each individual. Mm -hmm. You know, if an individual is not awake, they're further away from love or they're further away from the oneness or the connection. The more they choose to vibrate higher, because we always have choice. Yes the more they choose to move in the direction of the light and the love and away from the dark and fear, then they become more reconnected. And when I say reconnected, I mean simply reconnecting with the self because when we connect with ourselves, we connect with God yeah. or oneness or divinity, however you want to refer to it. When we are not that, we are disconnected and we are more in a fear-based state. That's where the earth is right now. We are in what is a transitional period. We are moving away from fear and dark and selfishness and greed and uh, the seeking of power. Mm -hmm. And we're moving more towards the light and the love and compassion and the community and the knitting of the oneness fabric becoming tighter. Mm -hmm. um, that's why we must go through what I would refer to the ugly pimple stage first before the, steer, the, the, the uh, skin can become clear. And so right now, everything is really pussy and swollen and irritated. And soon we will make it past that. But ever, we must clear a lot of stuff mm. before we can get to that. Um, and to tie that back into what you, your question was, um, our our divine sources, each having a different divine belief in source. Um, our ET friends, our uh, individual human soul paths. Everything is interconnected and always. There is no division of anything. Mm. Um, we are all moving towards the same direction in different ways, and that's back in the direction of love we are heading home to love which is really heading home to ourselves we are love mm. it's as simple as that mm. you know mm. it is it's so beautiful it's as simple it's as simple as that that's <laughs> so good it is there's a lot of things in this world uh especially previous to where we are at this time that have uh, kept people um, 
busy mm. or uh, disengaged or engaged in other ways that were not uh, best for their purpose or their path. Mm. Um, uh, again, I'll reflect on the idea of energy and where we are in this transition of energy. We're moving away from third density very quickly through fourth density into fifth density. And fifth density, as I've come to understand it, is where life and love or harmony or heaven on earth exists. Yes. And so now we are heading towards that and we must get rid of all of the garbage that has held us back. Mm. You know, I've come to understand that there's no such thing as good or bad in the universe. Right. Nothing is judged that way. Right. It just simply is, and it is what we make of it. The difference is the consequence of our choices and how we respond or react to the consequence of choice. That decides the path of learning mm. or the path of unlearning or the move towards love or the move away from love. Mm. Um, I want everybody hearing this to realize that we are moving in a much better direction. Things do not always appear as they seem to be, especially now. Um, there is so much undercover work taking place right now to cleanse the earth of a lot of stuff so that we can become lighter in energy mm. uh, and vibration. As I mentioned previously, the higher your vibration, the closer you are to the source mm. or the divinity or the pureness of your the higher soul or self or higher intelligence. Um, so beautiful people know that we are moving in the right direction, even if it does not appear that we are. Um, as Lucas mentioned, let go to allow the flow. That is most important. Mm. Uh, stay in the present moment. That's where the magic happens. Anything outside of the present moment is an illusion. It's a preconceived notion of what you believe to be true. Yes. 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 I am um, six months ago, or it must have been maybe nine months ago. It was in the fall. So more than six months ago, but um, I was on a jog in the neighborhood and in an instant, I saw, I heard these words, boundless surrender. And I was, and, and I'm running, I hear boundless surrender, and I'm like, boundless surrender. And I could see myself in void, essentially, in nothing, but it was pure blissful stillness. I mean, it was like, there was nothing other than I was there and it was boundless surrender. And I was fl not floating, but there was nothing below me and there was nothing around me. It was just boundless surrender. And I just, my arms were open wide like this. And I had been teaching for quite a long time um, to observe trees because trees, when I help men, especially the, I talked about these special operations guys or warrior, you know, in the physical, I'd say, look at a tree. A tree is the most vulnerable, vulnerable element in all of nature. It's 
its branches out wide it it receives the wind the rain the cold the hot the light the darkness and it just simply stands in its own power and its own source sourcing from the ground and then if the light changes it bends and adapts with that but you'd never see a tree with its branches bracing <laughs> because and if you if we did we'd say What's wrong with that tree? But how many people walk around with bracing instead of just standing? And um, I, that's how I saw that boundless surrender is simply a tree. And David wrote in Psalm 1, he said, And you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth your fruit in your season that whatsoever you do will prosper. And I thought, what an interesting metaphor <laughs> like and this i've read this for a long time then i realized source tapped into the earth reaching up to the divine in alignment open wide receiving that you can give and so this symbiotic relationship between us expressing carbon dioxide and trees and plants receiving that giving us back oxygen we breathe i mean this is this is the truth of our existence on this planet. It is this constant giving and receiving. That is love. The greatest act of love I can give is to receive. And then giving is the love that you feel. I mean, this nature is this place. And I was in this, um, I just share a couple of stories that I just love. First of all, thank you. And I love talk, having these conversations. It's awesome. Um, I was at a retreat with a buddy, just him and I, and we set our intention and we had a really beautiful, um, weekend a retreat at this uh cabin on a lake and i'm meditating and i heard i go back to the earth and you walk on me but i am not there that is the joke and i thought what is that that's a joke like but it's pretty funny if we are so, if we think we're this then people we're walking on people every day but we know we're not walking on people because we know they're not there so <laughs> Don't let us not be so confined to this physical body that we lose sight of our true nature that I go back to the earth and you walk on me and I'm not there. That is the joke. And uh, I just feel like we're, it's cool talking to you and I've, I'm bringing more people on. I, it's a lot, it takes a lot of courage to talk. I mean, does it? I don't know if it does. If you're in alignment, um, but I am working towards opening up more and more and more. And I had this dream a couple, a couple weeks ago that told me I cannot lose. So how would I act if I cannot lose? And I, I woke up like, what? I wouldn't be so timid. I would speak because I know what I want to speak. I know I came <laughs> here with a message, but then it's like, okay. <laughs> You know, there's that duality and, and I'm, I'm working through right now that, that there is no gap between my knowing to speak and my fear of the receiving of that speaking. And that's my, that's where I am on this Saturday morning right now. And I feel like I'm getting closer and bringing you on and having this conversation is um, so beautiful. And I want you to know it really blesses me. Um, really blessing me brother it really does thank you for just being you and sharing and being willing you're most welcome and thank you for uh, giving me this opportunity to just 
be in this moment and helping to share the light and the love and the idea that um, it is more than just about us as individuals, that we are a collective of oneness mm. and um, that we all do matter. We all can make a difference and we all do have a purpose. Mm. <laughs> oh, brother, thank you so much for coming on. I, I would, I would, I would love to have more of these. Maybe we do a few more. I feel like there's, there's more. so much more I would love to, um, jump into and, and I just thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome because there is a lot more. There are different kinds of chapters to share this. I feel that our speech today was, uh, purposeful, but it was very general. We covered a lot about, or we covered a little about a lot. Yes. And so there's more detail to, to get into. Um, especially as I mentioned, the next six months are going to be mm. paramount. Um, it's really going to, again, change more things, just mm. like this first six months of 2018. Hmm. Well, then when I put this episode out, I'll call it part one. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. That's good. That's good. That's really good. I'm very grateful to be able to uh, step outside or step from behind the Instagram screen yeah. profile that I use to share. And it's nice to be able to voice uh, openly and uh, uh, in a live manner. <laughs> yeah. Everything that's most important. My brother, Lawrence, thank you so much for being willing to come on. I honor you. I bless you with love. I thank you. I'm excited to co-journey and bring more love and light into this world. And I'm honored. And everyone, please go follow spiritual.oneness on Instagram. It's a profound account. Some, it's, it's an account that will, I think, ping you every single day post that he does. So brother, thank you for coming on and everyone. Thank you for listening. This is the golden rule revolution where we usher in the law of love into our new 5d reality. I am Lucas Mack, your host, and I'm honored to walk this journey with you. Yes. We still treat people like people and nothing less. Yes. We celebrate the beauty of humanity. Yes. It's all about inspiration and purpose and all these good things. However, it is all to lead to love supreme in our lives, in our minds, in our hearts, in our bodies, in our cells, in our genetic structure and on this earth. So I bless you brothers and sisters with love and I look forward to speaking with you on the next episode. 